Welcome everyone to That Kind of Nerds Podcast, a weekly show where we tell you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined by Brian Thornton and the lovely Josh Burns. The lovely. The lovely. Dash. Oh, come on, I don't I don't get any adjective. You will get adjectives. I'm when not you're sure. Ready for I'm not sure sir. there's one fit to describe you, bro. <laughs> I haven't come upon it yet. Like it is there something that multiplies glorious times magnificent? Can you think of one? I can't. I, I cannot, no. Yeah. Well, that's where you're at. So Should until make there's a my word, own adjective. Until there's a word for that. Flugelgorp. <laughs> that, that's an okay, that's an ugly word. <laughs> that's an ugly word. That is a word for ugly people. The, and that's you know not what? a this, good word. This brilliant banter right here, this this just wonderful joy that we bring you every week is brought ad-free thanks to the wonderful supporters on Patreon. This month, if you become a new patron, we are giving away free t-shirts with our certain subscriptions. If you become a new Patreon member, you can create my adjective. There you go. There you go. You are welcome, Internet. If you become a super nerd or that kind of nerd, this month we are going to be giving away our mystery gift, which I'm giving out this month as a free t-shirt. Super nerd starts at $10, and that kind of nerd starts at $30. And you're also listed as an official sponsor. So go to patreon.com slash that kind of nerd and get yourself some nerdy swag. I have some follow-up questions. Oh, please, yes. You said a mystery gift, and then you said what the mystery gift I was. I spoiled the mystery. <laughs> there, is, there is no mystery. I'm I so said confused. I was spoiling the mystery. No, I don't. That is not a mystery. Well, listen, first, you get a mystery I, I gift. Think, I think the problem was first you were building a mystery. <laughs> and, and then you ruined the mystery. And everyone hated that. <laughs> so you decided to spoil it. And then you just found out that CJ was dead the entire time, and oh. everybody got really upset. Gosh. Also, I was faking my disabilities. It was all all a ruse. That wasn't the twist of that movie. The fact that he was faking it and he is Kaiser Sose. Oh, we're t- thinking of two different movies. I know we're, we're good. thinking of two. Different we're good. We're good. Were well, you thinking of Unbreakable or something? I no. thought of Unbreakable for a second. I was I, still I, why did I know that? Shyamalan. Why did I know that you were thinking of Unbreakable? Because that's screwed up. It's kind of weird. We're just, we're almost shouldn't the same know person. that. Yeah. Well, get out of my head, CJ. Well, listen, if you've been living... Get under- out of this Flugelgorpian head. <laughs> oh, that's not the adjective. <laughs> it's not the, the one. It's not... Because it, here's what happens. It rolls into my ear and I... It, like, it hits me like a woodpecker on the side of my face. I well, can't you know what, it. Josh? That brings up uh, to our, our first topic. It is a, a new month, which means that Brian has Flugelgorian put together Ooh. this month's blockbuster. Oh Flug- God! It just flugel flugelgorpian. It sounds awful. It just it it hurts flugelgorporifically. <laughs> I'm not sure. I I gotta tell you. Uh, even though I I'm a fucking wordsmith, I I, I can say I think with certainty that that is not that is not the adjective. It, <laughs> every one of them hurts. It hurts to hear. It hurts to say. It's not. It's not the one. Not at all. Mm-mm. So let's uh, let's start this off with uh, a movie that has a couple people concerned. On August 4th, uh, The Dark Tower, the adaptation of the book from Stephen King, is being released uh, with Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey. And the runtime on this is, dare I say, 90 minutes? It is exactly 90 minutes. Uh, Still, don't we have rules? It means, nope, nope. It's got to be under 90 minutes. <laughs> so just because the rules are safe. 
I am looking forward to this movie. I, I've read the well, I've listened to the first two two books as per our a suggestion from our friend Craig Newcomb. I highly enjoyed them. I think this is going to be a really good movie, and, and I'm hoping it, it turns out well because I would li- love to see an entire series of Dark Tower movies. It would be great. Plus, it's Elba. I, I yes, yeah. I look, and I, I I've heard very good things about the books. Friends of mine love the books. I have not gotten into them. Um, I have three concerns. Uh, my first concern, Matthew. My second concern, McConaughey. And my third concern is Matthew McConaughey. You have such hate for him. This is not a good role. Listen. This is not a good role. This is not a good role. He is good. Listen, listen. He's not great. Right. But he's not terrible. Mm, Usually he's just, all right, all right, all right. Not Mm. a good role for him. This is not right. I think it's going to be good. I think he's going to be good in it. I like it. I like it a lot. Doesn't Idris Elba negate the Matthew McConaughey? Doesn't that kind of wipe it clean? Uh, so Idris Elba is a star, but he is not a star of the McConaughey magnitude, and so he can't possibly negate. I'm not saying for the mall walkers. I'm saying for you. He sir. can detract from. Um, okay, but not. But ultimately, out. the the man in black. He's not a slow talking bastard, and what we've got is a slow talking bastard. So, I've got problems. I, I think it looks great. And well, uh, I'm sure it, visually it's stunning, and that's all you care about. This is not... <laughs> the transitions are going to be amazing. Oh, yeah. Wow. He's going to be counting the amount of bullets that comes out the of the gun. Continuity is on point. You know, he had six rounds, but he did seven shots before he reloaded. Uh, mm. This doesn't make any sense. No, that's not me at all. I'm going <laughs> to enjoy that. I just, I look, I just have those three concerns, and they're my only three. Okay. Also coming out that day is Halle Berry's movie Kidnap, which I have now instantly disqualified Halle Berry after that terrible 911 movie. So, um, hard pass. Hard pass. Yeah, this is a hard pass for me, too. Hard pass. Uh, the next one is uh, Detroit, which, man, I, I don't know what to make of this movie, and I. I I don't know. What, what do you guys think of Detroit? Not the city. I think I'm not going to see it in the theaters. I think it's something that I'll wait for for streaming technology for. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm just I'm. Uh, I've seen so many corrupt cop movies, and none of them are Training Day. So I just, I just don't know what I want to do with this movie. Well, I, I I'll say this: it's not going to be certainly not going to be a movie I see in the theater. But because. Catherine Bigelow, and because John Krasinski, Anthony Mackie, uh, and to some degree John Boyega, because those th- those people in the cast, I will absolutely see it. Um, yeah, but it's not. It's going to be free and or discounted. Uh, I'm in the same boat. This is definitely something I'll watch at home when it's available on a on a streaming service, but not something I'm going to jump to the movie theaters for. So. It's interesting. I'm, I'm intrigued. I just not enough to put my butt in a seat and, you know, buy popcorn. Deal with the jungle gym. You don't want to deal with the jungle gym. Uh, I'm going to tell you about dealing with the jungle gym at some point in this show. I got a story for y'all. Uh, but let's talk about uh, Annabelle creation. My hardest of passes let's go not. right away. <laughs> August let's 11th. Let's not say we did. <laughs> from the next experience of the Conjuring universe. I'm sorry, the Conjuring universe? Like... Stop. Enough. Well, just no made, more universes. Just, just made the two movie. movies, right? Was there more than two? 
There was Conjuring, there was Conjuring 2, and there's Annabelle, and now there's Annabelle Creation. Annabelle is supposed to be a prequel to Conjuring. Okay, all right. I have never seen any of these movies, so I don't know why it is. Yeah, no, I, no I I've never, told. not ever. I'm not even, I, I wasn't aware it was a thing. That kind of, kind, of proves, kind of proves the point, but people, just like you said earlier, right, it, it costs a nickel to make a horror movie, so people like them. Right, that's the thing. It, yes, it costs a nickel, so people go see them. I don't know why. They like that scary feeling. I don't like it. Josh would just punch people. I just face. punch people. Just by punch-a-sized faces. Uh, the movie I am the most excited for this month, though, is The Hitman's Bodyguard, which just looks better every time I watch the trailer. Just every single time. I mean, it doesn't get any better than Ryan Reynolds and Samuel Jackson together in the same movie, just being ridiculous. I agree 100%, and there's no chance at all I get to see this in the theater. So so <laughs> I'm sad-faced about it, but there's no, there's no possibility I will have to wait until it hits iTunes, at which point it will get purchased. I'm going to see this in the theater. Well, clearly you're going to see it in the theater. Well, why, why do you say that all judgy like? Not judgy. You just you get to go see it in the theater. This this I is know. like this is like a grown ups only movie, and I've got so much other shit going on between August eighteenth and say Labor Day that I don't think this is going to be in a theater where I want to go see it. See, for me, this is the movie of all right. We're dropping the kids off at grandma's and we're going to go see a movie. Yeah, I I mean I guess it doesn't seem like good enough reason to drop off the kids. Is is what I'm saying. I'd rather just have them at home and not go to the movies. Well, then let me ask you a question. The end of August, August 25th, is Birth of the Dragon, which is uh, the Bruce Lee biopic movie. Yep. And knowing you, is that big enough to, to warrant some some stranger watching the kids and you can go ahead and see this? No, nah, it's definitely by myself. Like, even even just, you know... Everybody goes to bed and I go see it at 10 o'clock is, is kind of the thing where I would I would go see that because Yo, I'm dude, interested. hit me up. Yeah, 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 we might do that because Laura, she's not ever going to see this. So Yeah, this looks awesome. Yeah. I, I'm really interested in seeing I'm just this. worried it's one of those that's going to be in the theater for a grand total of four days. I hope not. Right. Well, you hope not. But, like, I mean, you could see the potential. I, I, I do. I, I can. I would love for this to be successful and lead to... Uh, like a not a reboot but a a revitalization in martial arts movies and and get them back into mainstream culture unfortunately everything every martial arts movie becomes mixed martial arts so and also becomes marvel i mean i mean well daredevil and iron fist are doing pretty pretty good with that it'd be nice to have that still still very much especially daredevil i mean he's always kind of been a mixed martial artist anyway um adopting a billion different styles but we don't have this you're right we don't have it since you know i no. mean even even tony ja isn't really making movies that much anymore right so i i don't know just be nice be nice to see it, it. W- no it would be nice but it's I, I don't know it's a genre that it brian are we done are we done with kung fu movies at this point i mean Unfortunately, that's where the way it, it seems to be heading, but I don't want it to be. I love Kung Fu movies. As do I. I'm just what I'm doing is is I'm deferring to someone who has a much better grasp on the industry at large than I do. Are you I mean, do uh, you think we're done? What, I, I mean, as an industry, I don't th- with the classic style I, Kung I th- Fu movie. I think it's it's in a lull right now. I, I think, you know, the days of Jet Li having a movie out every year and, you know, Tony Jaa doing Ombak and The Protector and everything 
are, are slowed down right now. But you got this out, and you've got that new uh, Jackie Chan movie coming out with Pierce Brosnan, The Foreigner. Right. That's that coming out. So we're, talking about, we're talking about a couple 60-year-olds. Right. But hopefully, hopefully that'll actually, like, kind of kickstart some somebody new coming to the scene like martial arts has not died down in this country right and in this culture people are still very interested in martial arts and it's just I, the I movies just like to that see it. center around it are not are non-existent anymore that's that's, that's kind the of the issue and and i would like that to change i think it'd be great i would love to go see a bunch of kung fu movies. so here's the thing this movie birth of the dragon was a 2016 was pr- was made in 2016 and is going to release at the end of this year is that right I believe so, yeah. Right. I believe okay. it was filmed last year. Yeah. But it's made by it's made by WWE Studios. That's not a surprise. They make movies and then they hold on to them. Well, until I guess I mean really I guess my question is, uh Philip Ng, is he is he the guy? Like is he the guy to start is he the, the new young guy that can make Jet Lee scale caliber, Jackie Chan caliber, Tony Ja caliber kung fu movies? This movie is going to have to be the deciding factor of that. I've never seen this guy before. Right, so nor have I. So We'll I'm just... see how he does in this. So listen, we love comic books here on That Kind of Nerd. We love to talk about comic books. We like to talk about how it's affecting the world around us, but more importantly, how it's affecting Brian. And this week, there's going to be a lot, and I mean a lot, of Cape Talk because it was Comic-Con 2017. So let's get one of the largest sections of Cape Talk we've ever had on this show. Listen, I'm putting all of Comic-Con, all of it, into our Cape Talk discussion. Uh, Comic-Con 2017 just wrapped, and I feel like there were like more trailer releases than news than I, I remember in, in recent Comic-Con history. Am I completely off base with that? Like, I feel like we usually get news, and this was all like, trailer, 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 trailers. No, th- there was, there was, there's always a good amount of trailers. There's... But what was the news out of this Comic Con? Like, I don't know any of the news. I just know the trailers. Well, they 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 they, they announced some stuff for Wonder Woman two for Captain Marvel. Um, I'm trying to think because so the, much um, has happened. Oh, what's the the DC comic book? They oh they announced some stuff about the Flash movie, which mm-hmm. I'm still not happy about. Flashpoint. Um, yeah. All right. Let, let's talk about, about that. that. Let's talk about that for a minute because they did announce that the, the really Flash talk, movie. Oh, really I really do. Me? Do you really want to do this? I really do. I need you to vent. I know you need to get this off your chest. You haven't spoken to anyone about this. You've been saving it for our wonderful listeners. You're right. I actually haven't spoken to anybody about Comic Con. Hey, welcome to your therapy. Your please freaking Gestapo bullshit. So, Brian, please explain to me why you're upset about the Flash movie and the news that they announced. Start with the news and then give me your commentary. The news is that the Flash movie that is coming out in 20... Well, whenever, the, once they sign a director. 2019, and they, you know, 20, 2026, who the hell knows when it's coming out anymore? Sure. Um, that there, the plot is going to be around Flashpoint, which if you have listened to this podcast or know anything or have watched the Flash TV show on CW, you know Flashpoint is an alternate timeline where, you know, not everything is the way it's supposed to be. And Flash, you know, goes back in time, changes something and everything is wrong and he needs to kind of reset time. This is a terrible fucking idea for the first movie. <laughs> this is why for the Wait, first why? solo why? Flash. Tell movie. me why. Because it's way too convoluted of a storyline to do in two and a half hours. More importantly, more importantly, they don't have they, they're going to need to introduce Ayabod Thawne and do the reverse flash in the movie universe 
brand new and have to introduce that entire storyline, which is confusing as hell to begin with, then introduce the fact that he's going to be messing with time, changing time, and possibly will get Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Thomas Wayne Batman. That's the only decent thing about this I can even think of. But this this is a this is not a good idea. This is not a good idea. You want you do you want people to just not care about the Flash movie? This is a terrible fucking idea because they're going to do a shitty job of introducing him in the Justice League movie and then not do anything with it in a Flash movie. I don't know if they're thinking maybe we can just change shit that we fucked up in BVS and Suicide Squad by doing exactly what this is. Yes, that is bullshit. Just make a good movie. uh, Just make a good movie. I don't know, man. Make a good movie. I think I think this is the opportunity to fix everything that you've been bitching about. It's true. That is what the here's the here's uh, something I read by doing a shittier movie. That does why do you think it's shitty? Why couldn't it be awesome up until why couldn't it be the whole reverse flash story? And at the end, he rolls out and creates Flashpoint, and that's why it's called Because that's not Fla- what they announced. But who gives a shit what they announced? So it could let, be whatever. Let me, let me add a little context for those who are not avid comic book readers such as myself, because I had to look this up and be like, what does this really mean? And they said the article I found here is if they stick to the comic book arc, uh, what would happen is Barry would wake up in a world where Wonder Woman and Aquaman are in a battle for world dominance, Captain mm-hmm. Cold is considered a hero, and Bruce Wayne is dead. And That's Thomas the world that he kind of wakes up with if they go with the comic yeah. book story. And he wakes up with no powers, has to get his powers back. The entire driving force behind the story is his memories of a past version of the DC universe. This, this is, and let's face it, no one wants to do the current DC universe. So it's a terrible, yeah, yeah, no a terrible idea. Memories. It's a terrible idea. There's so many other ways to fix this universe. You don't need to do the time travel right. reset. So let's let's talk about this universe though and where it currently sits because we also got a trailer for Justice League. And uh, surprise, he just takes a crap on DC. I I didn't. The trailer did not get me as excited as other trailers have. When it comes to the, the DC projects, and maybe I'm just getting a little more jaded now, but I really feel like in in Brian and what you're talking about right now is they're not making good use of the Flash, and I feel like he's becoming a bit of a throwaway, uh, especially he's with becoming his humor. A comic relief, which in, is kind of annoying. In yeah. fairness, uh, first CJ, your entire exposure to the Flash is the CW show. Uh, there's also some. DC okay. cartoons, okay. the Justice League cartoon. Wonderful. That doesn't count. It doesn't count. Your it's entire not, exposure. Just, just, just saying. Your entire exposure to CW show and yes, I so I could I understand why you feel the way you feel based on that. However, I have never felt and and Brian will yell and holler and scream and throw things, but I've never felt like Flash was that pivotal a character. Right. And we lost Brian. Right. So I, I'm 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 just not I'm not there, right? He's always been But he's been in every DC movie. To me, now. he's always been second tier. And he is way like as far as you know, what I've learned and what I've seen and I'll take Flash in the current DC universe over Batman. Absolutely. Hell yeah. But growing up, I didn't feel that way. I agree. And certainly not over Superman, and and obviously there are others that I am fond of as well. But just in this case, to the world, the Flash is not 
even Batman status, which is just basically at this point a feeble human. So we've got problems. We get that. Something drastic needs to be done. The Flash has been in every DC movie with the exception of Wonder Woman. Right? He's been in Suicide Squad. He's been in Batman vs. Superman. Wasn't in Man of Steel. He was not a Man of Steel. True. Uh, I know. But um, but I, but he was kind of the glue that holds some of this together. And he's, he's basically the string. He's the glue because he- he's unwritten and they can say whatever the fuck they want about him. Uh, right. And that's kind of a problem. Of course it's a problem. Look, I'm, 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 I get it. This is a you. problem. But I think the. F- Dwelling think on I, the flash then is the wrong approach is what you're saying. Right? I think. Stop, no, don't, don't I'm, I'm saying since nobody knows who he is, really. I mean, really, in the real world. Of of the moviegoers, nobody fucking knows who the Flash is. Nobody knows. They know Batman. They know Superman. They know Wonder Woman. That's it. They just know he runs real fast. Yes. Right. Moviegoers don't know. You can make him whatever you want him to. You can have him reset whatever you want him to. He can do whatever you say he can do because nobody knows. And I get it's Brian, I get it goes against every fiber of your being, but I'm just... The only reason, essentially, that you have me here is to speak the truth. Right, That's what a true is. believer moment. All right. But, I mean, what did you guys feel about that trailer, though? Just as a trailer for hype. We're not going to let me say anything about Josh's comments on the Flash Thoughts? All of, right, go ahead, of, go ahead. Of course you are. Listen, I'm not going to sit here and argue the merits of the character. Not the merits of you. the character. I, I agree with you. This movie universe, no. he He's a, a, a second-level character in terms of Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. I get it. I if you postpone, you. if you postpone true believer status, I, I I'm trying. Okay, that's why I'm focused and my eyes are closed right now while I'm trying to formulate this saying. <laughs> I agree with you that the the movie can do whatever they want with the character because Joe Schmo on the street does not know nor care about who the Flash is. That being said, there's so much more to this character that they are not utilizing that they can utilize, and they're screwing themselves if they don't. You're right. All right. That's all I'm going to say about it. You're right. So what about the trailer, though, overall? Just as a, a way to go ahead and build the hype up for the, the, the Justice I League. I enjoyed the trailer. I, I did. You I definitely feel the Joss Whedon-ness in this trailer. <sighs> I, I don't. I, I feel it. Yeah, this I like is, the trailer, too. This is too. a very different trailer from the first trailer. First trailer was very Zack Snyder. This is more, you can feel Joss whedon It's not nearly as dark. It's not nearly as dark. There's a little bit more humor. It's more hopeful. Wonder Woman has that line like we're going to do this together. You know, like it, it's very much you. I can feel Joss Whedon's influence. Yep. So let's talk about the end of the trailer, which if, if you haven't seen, it is available on our, our YouTube channel. It's, so you can uh, see it. Do we have to? It's Superman. Come on. Well, the other, listen, there's the another trailer. theory. There's another no, theory. So it's, there. Al, it's Alfred saying he said you would shoulder. come. I didn't see a shoulder. Hold on. I, I saw we, a shoulder. All I saw was red cape, and that is two options. That's two options in the DC universe. That's Superman, which is pretty damn obvious and probably what is going to happen. There's Martian Manhunter. Do you Martian even- Manhunter has a blue cape. And also, and also DC executives have already said that they're not putting Martian Manhunter in this movie universe. 
Right, because they would never misdirect you on purpose so that they could save a big reveal for a movie. You're absolutely yeah, right. Yeah, you're right. They would never show Doomsday in their second trailer for their big third act of a movie. That's not never happened. Right, and and then have the wonderful Rotten Tomatoes course to back that up and then have to change their whole Yeah, you're assuming Warner Brothers actually learns from their mistakes. <laughs> yes, I think when they saw, I think when they saw I Wonder Woman suicide will in a ton of money and then put Joss Wheaton in there, I think they did learn a thing or two. By adjusting the the oh, DC extended doesn't universe. negate the See, fact that Martian Manhunter's cape is blue. It, okay, it, but we can both agree that Martian Manhunter wears a cape. Sure, so and that could, cape colors could be changed. Much to the chagrin of Brian, he, he like, has to I'm agree just, with that. I mean, we know we know that that's I a mean, cape can come in many colors, but Martian Manhunter's <laughs> cape is blue. All right. <laughs> Oh no! You wait, wait. You mean? Are you meaning that the DC Universe movies Bro, right, may I, not respect the source material? I gotta tell you, I mean, cape colors can be changed. Okay, so listen, it's probably Superman and his digitally removed mustache, but it's definitely. <laughs> you know, so- it's really ridiculous when like most of my newsfeed is covered by like Justice League is having an issue with Henry Cavill's mustache, and we're like, really? Just wait, why does he have a mustache? Because he's in, he's in, he's in Mission Impossible Six. He's got facial hair for for that role, and they're doing – they're not just doing – here's the other thing I read. They're not just doing reshoots, like normal reshoots. They're doing extensive reshoots, yes. which means a lot more of Henry Cavill on set, which means a lot more frames they need to digitally remove a mustache from. Correct. So Henry – and, and, and the director of, uh, of Mission Impossible is like, no, he can't shave the mustache. I'm sorry, but I, he's in my movie right I, now. I'm like, going to have to rewind just about 30 seconds in my brain now and I, and ask a question. If you fucking already know that he's in the movie, why are you arguing with Brian that he's in the movie? Like, why even bring up Martian Manhunter if you know he's Martian in the movie? Because it could be Martian Manhunter or it could be Superman in that scene. It could be both. They could both be in the movie. But if they're already on screen talking about how it's a problem to remove his facial hair, then why are we talking about Because it's a fan theory. I wanted to... But, Look how but upset wait, Brian got about the color of the cape. But the saying they're having trouble removing his you're facial not just gonna hair? Let it, you're not just going to let us have fun and poke the bear with Brian? You're just not going to let us poke the bear? No, because now I have a fundamental problem. You have people saying, we are, we're having a problem filling Henry Cavill for the role of Superman because he's in this other movie and we can't remove his facial hair with CGI, and that's a problem. No, no, no. It's and that you're they like, are spending money to remove the facial hair. Right. And you're like, well, that could be anybody. But, I mean, it's very clearly not anybody. Right. I mean, if they're if they're talking publicly about having a pro man, had I known about this a minute ago, it wouldn't have even have been an argument like this. I could I could have saved us all a whole bunch of time because I would have been like, uh, I. Uh, but yes, my newsfeed has been dominated with the Henry Cavill mustache fiasco. And of course, Warner Brothers are going to opt for the most expensive way to take care of this, which is to digitally remove the mustache instead of just writing in the damn facial hair. <sighs> all right. Rant over. Brian, do you have anything else that you need to get off your chest about Justice League or, you know, The Flash or, you know, just the state of the DC? Unless Josh wants to say something stupid about The Flash again. <laughs> I don't think what I said was stupid. No, I said I agree with most of what I'm you just, said. I think, I think I'm just, I think I'm on point. Listen, and I love, I love the Grant Gustin Flash. I'm not sure you know what will only the only thing that'll make a flashpoint movie good is if flashpoint changes the actor that plays the flash (laughs) well i don't i don't see we don't know that's the problem is we don't know really much about ezra miller as a flame might be brilliant 
and those three scenes I saw on that trailer were not very brilliant. And 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 Flashpoint might be the the right way to do it. But in the meantime, I I get we've we've been given reason to doubt DC and the movie. I get it all. I'm just saying if it needs a change and you've been saying it needs a change, Flashpoint is the right way to make the change. I don't agree with that. Well, I, I disagree. I, mean, I'm well. not, I agree with a, a better writer. You don't need to hit the time travel button. Save, save that. Save that for a second Flash movie. Yeah. I'm, yeah, but, I'm, I'm but Flash could do it a bunch of times. But the problem is there is nothing that they have done that's been so erroneous in this DC universe so far that can't be fixed by Holy some shit. writing. This is what I've been saying forever. And okay. I've been I getting, haven't said anything that's been erroneous. No. <laughs> Yes. 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 There's no, you, nothing you need, so egregious no, you need, that you, you need, need someone to press button. a reset button. That's what you do. You need it. I don't think you need it right now. I don't think you need it right now. I think you need a reset button. Just not right now. I've been getting tons of resistance. Every time saying this is salvageable, this is salvageable, this is salvageable. And I just, like, e- even when Brian says yes, like, it's backhanded because he's still shitting on it in some way. <laughs> so, like, right, let's... it's ultimately, it it needs a reset at this point because I need, like, I need you guys to come back into the fold because at this point it's hurtful. Like, I just feel. <laughs> so let's, let's move off of the. Can we talk the... about the winners of Comic-Con? I was just going to say, let's move away from us shitting on DC and let's talk about some of the great things that came out of Comic-Con. Uh, and uh, you know what? For a moment, we're going to stick with this character, The Flash, because they did release the trailer for the television show. They released uh, the trailers for all the CWT. They did, but the only one that you should really care about is The Flash. Shut one. your oh, mouth. about everything else? Josh, are you going to say Supergirl is something you should watch? I love Supergirl. No. I, and I, okay. I highly enjoy Arrow. Arrow, and Legends, Legends Arrow, and Legends. Leg- Legends, yes. Really I'm, good. I'm still, I'm, I'm not back into Look, Arrow. Flash, just, uh, Arrow, Legends, all are awesome. I cannot, I cannot sign off on Super. I, and, and honestly, we don't need to to expand on those. Those are shows that you should be watching on the CW. The CW is like becoming DC Network, and you should totally be watching all of them. The Flash it will make you cry all the all and feel all the feels. Oh, You're you cry feel all, the all the tears. The you cry all the tears. Um, but there was a couple other winners, and now it's time to transition over to the other side of the comic book aisle. And let's talk a little bit about Marvel. Uh, the first thing is we got a, a really fun trailer of Thor Ragnarok. I can't speak. Thor Ragnarok. Thank you. Uh, and we heard the Hulk talk. That's yes, pretty Hulk, fun. Hulk like raging fire. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I actually texted. I don't. I don't know if it was. It was you guys. I was texting or you, somebody you texted else. Me. Like, yeah, Pretty I texted sure you. I'm like, holy shit, Hulk's talking. This is fantastic. Yeah. And it really was. It really was cool. Like, uh, I, I didn't expect it. It was very cool. I hope there's more of it because I need more of it. <laughs> I, I, I like the dynamic that the two of them have throughout this entire trailer. Even, like, when he's Bruce Banner and Thor is like, oh, yeah, you know, we fought. He's like, did I win? He's like, no, I beat you easily. <laughs> it was... <laughs> It's great. This movie is going to be a fun, fun movie, which is really what Thor needs. Well, they finally Dark figured World out how to handle Thor in the movie universe. They've got the right amount because of camp and the right amount of seriousness. They, well, they've, they've blended it together. I, listen, I've I've read a bunch of Thor, 
I'm not even sure why. It was just like one of those books that I was subscribed to for a while as a kid. He was not a funny dude. Mm -hmm. Like even a little bit. Because all that was Loki, right? Loki was the funny one. Yeah. So this is a welcome change from hokey Thor, which is what we've had, you know, in the Thor movies. That's what we've had in the Thor movies. Super bad. Just not good. As far as hokiness, very hokey. Sure. This is, it seems natural. It seems Good balance. very organic between those two. And I, uh, give me more. Now, the other thing too is every single Comic Con, every single one, there's always a leaked trailer. Uh, but then eventually the studio goes, okay, all right, the leaks, everyone's seen it now. Let's this stop took the, like 15 minutes. Let's put it the original one on. It, it literally was 15 minutes. They didn't yeah. put the original up. They haven't put up the original of Avengers Infinity War. So my question is, why don't we have this trailer out to the public? Like, why is this still being held behind the Comic-Con shadow and only that group of people got to this see it? This is your first experience with the blue balls, is it, CJ? <laughs> <laughs> From Marvel, yeah. They're usually, listen, they're usually really good at going, ah, everyone uh, saw it. Let's, let's I mean, put it up. So, so okay, so what was it, four years ago when Age of Ultron was coming out, someone leaked the trailer and they said, yeah, you know what, let's just release it. But last year, they never released the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 trailer uh, that they showed at Comic-Con. And I remember reading an interview with James Gunn that, you know, sometimes, you know, they do these things and they show them at Comic-Con, and it's not only because, hey, we want to reward the people who have spent their money and time and traveled out to see this. That's a big deal. It's a huge deal. You want those people to feel special, and I absolutely understand that as being one of those people who have been in attendance and those things, I get it. You want to feel like, I'm the only one who has this precious little thing that I saw, and it's amazing. Right. Um, on the same token, you know, everybody wants to see, and you want to generate some hype, but they, they don't need hype for this movie. This movie's got all the hype yeah. behind it. The other thing was that I read an interview with James Gunn that he said, listen, you know, some of these, you know, trailers, you know, not that they're not complete, but... They're not completely rendered, and yeah, they Correct. look really great for a one-time viewing in Hall H, and you know everybody's really excited about it, but they do not stand up to the freeze-frame mentality that if we put this on YouTube, people are going to scrutinize this frame by frame and pause it and, and look for things, and it, it's not going to hold up to that. And I think that's probably what this is. And, and, and I agree, and I actually read the, the, the same uh, group of articles right uh, about this, but a couple of people who were at attendance, and again, this is just, he said, she said stuff that, hey, listen, this actually is a very high-quality trailer. Yeah, there's probably a, a thing or two, but, I mean, we've forgiven far greater sins uh, in trailers. So I, I just thought it was interesting that they haven't <laughs> – a release that we were live on the bootlegs that got taken down in a minute and a half. I mean, like, seriously, in 15 minutes, those trailers were up and down. Like, they were out of here. I think it's ridiculous that we're even discussing the, like, the vices of, of this, of this action because this is, like, the best trailer I've ever seen ever. Right. Of anything ever. Even with the shitty camera with the person in the corner. Even with, even with all that, this is still the best trailer I've ever, I've never ever felt more hype in a trailer than this trailer so i'm like i i think it's about let's see if we can break the internet and if we do let's just take it down and if and if we don't then we'll release it so that there is a frenzy Mm -hmm. but they but they did break the internet 
I mean, they really did. They really did, yeah. A lot of people lost their YouTube channels. Every social media, every YouTube channel, every Twitter feed. I mean, it was everywhere. And super fast. This this is a like they're like, oh, you yeah. know what? Uh, we're validated. We're on the right. We're on the right path. <laughs> We've uh it's it this is this is all this all the it's approved. It's approved. We're good. We're doing it right. We're doing it right. And I understand the fact that we do want to reward the people who actually wait for, waited for maybe a whole day to go to Hall H and, and to go see this. People who paid good money, time, effort, probably break, breaking up their relationships. Blood, too. Someone, someone lost a girlfriend. Someone lost a boyfriend. Right? It just happened. Uh, and reward them with with the trailers. And, and I think that's fine. It's admirable. But I mean, like, listen, time has passed. Let's 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 get out the steady cam. Let's let's actually put out. the. I trailer. would honestly if they if they would do some sort of service where I could pay for like a just, year. Just, yep. I would do just it. to watch like these like exclusive con trailers. And I'm not saying like the weekend, like maybe even like the month after yeah. it's been released, I would pay to watch that stuff. Like the panels and trailers and stuff that gets released during those cons. That like, a, like a $50, maybe. like a $50 fee. Yeah. I totally would do it. I, I'd, pay 50, I'd pay 50 bucks for, for access to filmed content. Yeah. I would, I would pay that on top of actually going to con to the con and like maybe I can't get into Hall H for one reason or another. I can still see that stuff. Like you hear, you hear that Comic Con International, we got a new business team for you and you're welcome. Yeah. Is fifty know. bucks not enough, Brian? I mean, I'm not even just saying I I mean, I would say fifty bucks. It depends on, on how you would outfit it. Like what I'm thinking is is like more like, okay. Comic Con, think Diego. about it like an Apple TV app, right? Right. So, but I'm talking like San Diego, D23, um, New York, like all the major cons where these things drop. So I'm thinking like maybe four off the top of my head, and you're thinking maybe like a weekend each, like ten different oh, panels. You're, so you're thinking cons. I'm thinking cons in general. Okay. Like so if there could be we're like talking a third about party like a, service like an, that would like, do that, like a like a like a direct TV sports package for cons. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I'd actually get people to do that. Again. 179. I'd pay that in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah that's actually a f- pretty fair price. I think that's why I said it out loud. <laughs> I said the words 179. Pending, pending, pending that kind of nerd. Yeah. So that that con folks and look, there's videographers everywhere. Just, you know, you guys figure it out. I'm not I don't with the camera. I'm a well, total Well, they idiot. film all the panels as is because That's what I'm saying. The, so one, the but we need we need all the things. We need the studios to sign off. They're yeah, going to take that, a piece. Like is 179 enough? Is it not enough? How many people could we get? Like tens of thousands, you would think, right? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. At 179, that seems like a bargain. It's, it really and, does. But here's my feeling. So I I I Obviously, I watched the leaked trailer. Uh, I I actually kept the window open so I could just (laughs) stop it before the end and bring it back and just keep watching it because it didn't, Mm -hmm. as long as you didn't refresh, you were cool. So I did that about 17 times. I just downloaded it. (laughs) Um, Straight up downloaded uh, it. Okay, I'm not that smart, apparently. I just, you know, I just watched it 17 times. And then I thought, you know, if this is about hype, like let's see how crazy it can get. And it and it did. In 15 minutes it was gone. I just go dark. I go completely dark. And then when it's perfect, I would I would unleash the barrage. And I mean 
a teaser, a trailer, like vignettes and side stories. I, I, I'd do it all. Like one minute featurettes. I'd blast you with them. And I'd, I'd cripple any other. I mean, what can DC do against that? What well, can they do? They can't do much against what they have right no, now. No, no, I know, I know, I know that, but I'm saying like the hype. Look, they had the Justice League trailer. You guys, you both shit on it. Cool, fine. It. All right, it was Brian, kind of Brian shit. Shot Brian shat on the Flash. Oh, Flash, fine, fair enough. And then you have this, and the entire world went holy shit. Yeah, no one shat on this. There's no, nothing to no, shit no, on. No, 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 right? So. All they have to do now is go completely dark and just wait. And when DC drops their next thing, <laughs> like they did boom. last year, right? They boom. Yep. Here's a yeah, they dropped card. the Batman vs. Superman card. and they dropped the next one, it's, right? It's yeah, actually no, I agree. The, uh, yeah, it's the big deuce. It's not little deuce. It's not the Ace of Spades. All right, I got I've got a boys. few things left from Comic Con that we got that I want to bring up, and then I, I want to move on to some other topics as well. And this one I'm actually extremely excited about that Todd McFarlane, uh, the creator of Image Comics, uh, flagship character Spawn, has announced that he has a partnership with uh, Bloomhouse. Is it right? Bloomhouse, Bloomhouse, yeah. Bloomhouse Productions for the rights of the Spawn movie. And, uh, and Todd McFarlane is going to direct it. Oh, yeah. that's a game changer. And it, and it is. He's been he's been trying to do this for years now. He's yes. been trying to get his vision to spawn. He's been trying to sell it to studios, and everybody's like, "Well, we'll give it off to this director." He's like, "No, I I want to direct it. I have a vision." He wants to make this like very horror esque movie. Remember not a superhero that fan made film that we that we yeah. talked about on the show. He wants something in that vein. He does yeah, not want some Todd McFarlane. So listen, this, is, this is good news. This is really cool. This is really good. Uh, it's a small enough studio too. Again, he's looking to to spend a nickel and 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 make a dollar. Right? Yeah, it's he's, gonna be a horror movie though. That's the problem. Um, yeah, but I think I can do that for mm. for Spawn. I think for nope. Spawn, I'll make the exception. Nope. I'm hurt by I'm hurt by you. All right, here's a trailer that is not comic book related that I literally squeed, jumped, and probably almost broke something within my house. Is it ready? Steven one? Spielberg released the trailer for Ready Player One, and you all can. Call me a crazy fanboy for loving this book so much, but I love this book so much. And the movie looks looks so good. This trailer, we got the Iron Giant, we've got the DeLoreans. Yes, they've made some changes with this car scene chase, but who gives a crap? It looks really good. Uh, I do like the way that they're going with the actual you know, VR headsets, the van. Listen, I'm all hyped. I'm, I'm completely bought in. Give Every time I watch this trailer, piece. I notice something different. Right? Everything. It, it, it's it, n- some sort of like pop culture thing pops up to me. I'm like, that's really cool. Like, I think it took me the third time of watching it to realize that he shoots Freddy Krueger in one of those scenes. Yes. I was like, holy crap, that's Freddy Krueger. Like, yep. It, it, it's going to. I, I mean, think, I think at one point awesome. he had a gun from Halo. I think he was wearing the yep. Batman cowl in yep. the one silhouette scene. Um, listen, there's so much going on. And when Steven Spielberg signed on to this movie, he said, hey, listen, I have one condition. I want to remove the Spielberg uh callbacks from it i i, I don't want to just completely reference myself the whole time and if you read the book there's a lot of spielberg because spielberg was the 80s uh and that was a little concerning but you know you trust steven spielberg because he's steven motherfucking spielberg yeah. and uh this trailer i mean any doubt i had at all like even the, the little tiny voice completely just shut up uh, it looks so good. You can have all my money now. I will see it in whatever IMAX 3D capacity I can. Yes, I know it does nothing, 
I don't care. I'm going to go see this movie in any format that allows me to. So we got Ready Player One. The next thing we got is we have a new trailer for Stranger Things Season 2. And you can tell the Netflix just threw money at this because the soundtrack they got was Thriller. Like, you got Thriller. Right. They couldn't even have picked a better song for this I trailer. know, right? Just, it was awesome. I, I mean, you have to see the trailer. Will is obviously not out of the woods yet. Uh, there's still a lot coming with the Upside Down. And we have the confirmed return of Eleven, which looks like it's going to be done really quickly. Um, so this looks fantastic. Love to hear what you guys thought about the Stranger Things trailer. Well, first and foremost, um, I and I have to. I haven't looked into the credits or any of that, but to to address your your comment about the trailer and the music, Sony owns Michael Jackson's catalog at this point. So I, again, I haven't looked into it, but I have to feel like it was probably easier to get than you would think. I thought his estate still owned some of the major uh I, sony sony bought sony bought his stake uh in 2016 from from what i remember like he they bought it for like 750 million dollars okay so but sony sony, own, sony, sony owns Netflix, it. man they still got to they still got to get no, together no 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 i get it i'm just saying like i i, don't, I didn't find I, okay i got gotcha. you here's the thing Beyond this discussion about the cost of it all and what they threw at it, I thought there wasn't a single more appropriate song. Oh, right. For the trailer. Mm-hmm. I, dude, I was so floored. The trailer was so good. The music was brilliant. And again, I'm I'm far more emotional about the music stuff than you guys are, but it's it's always it ties me to things and this drew me in immediately. Immediately. So good. Yep. So good. Everybody should watch it. If you haven't watched Stranger Things, uh you need to do so immediately, if not sooner. So to wrap up our Comic-Con uh Cape Talk news, Marvel released the, the trailer, the the second trailer for The Defenders. Uh, we've got a lot more Sigourney Weaver than we've had before. We get to see some more gorgeous fighting between Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist. The Defenders are coming together. Uh, it looked great. Love to hear your guys' impressions on on the trailer. I was, well, I was thrilled with the trailer. The trailer was amazing. It's it's uh it's a show I can't wait to watch. It's one of those absolutely binge worthy binge worthy shows. It's going to be crazy. But I'm not I like I don't I wasn't any more entertained than the other stuff I've seen. I'm setting my alarm so I can watch the vendors. Did I catch you? <laughs> Sorry. It's like did I catch you at a bad time? Yeah, so I'm just I'm super excited for this. So Brian said, Hang on, let old- me ask you a question. Yeah. Is it Marvel? Yes. I'm in. Okay. <laughs> So Brian is setting his alarm for August 18th, and you should as well because we are going to be covering this show. Uh, We are launching a new podcast called Bingeaholics, uh, where we are going to go ahead and just like we've done for Hey Did You See, for Iron Fist, and for other uh, shows, we're going to break down this uh, wonderful, fantastic uh, show that's coming from uh, Marvel and Netflix. We are so excited for you to get to know a little more details about it, and we'll be releasing more details within the coming weeks. And for those of you who aren't necessarily into the world of comics, I do have a lovely job where I get to go ahead and go around the internet and find random things, and I get to ask the guys for their tech perspective. Beep, boop, 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 boop. Damn it, that is not the... 
It's not the theme. It's just a, it's like you dialing like a number that doesn't exist on a phone. Like it exists on my phone. That number. But who dials numbers now? It doesn't make sounds like that. You just Ryan search does. Google and no, then you no, press no. the call he does. button. He, 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 he takes off. He takes it off silent mode. And he, yep. Yeah, boop, but like boop, 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 be like boop, boop, boop. Is that what you want your life to be? That's the theme. I can't help it. I didn't look. I CJ, you made it that way. I didn't say. I, oh, that I did. I made. You were like, Brian, you should do a boop. boop, boop, boop. I, I did not say that, sir. I disagree. All right. So listen. Uh, when it comes to uh, cashing in on nerd nostalgia, Nintendo has been running the show, right? We've got the SNES Classic. We've got the NES Classic, and you know, Sega and Atari. They're two companies that are like, hey, we're kind of left out of this, and. When you think about a you know old school gaming, you got to think about us. So they're releasing their own classic consoles. They're going on sale this fall at eighty dollars a pop uh, for them, which is, I think is actually pretty reasonably priced. But but for but Atari, why? you think eighty dollars is reasonable? Okay, I'm maybe not, not for the eighty dollars for Pong. Maybe, maybe the Genesis one. Maybe like, not for. Thank you. Maybe not for Atari. But like for the, Sega the Genesis. NES Classic was sixty, wasn't it? it yes, it was. And Atari wants a 33% premium on the Listen, NES. There's boomers that, you know. Nope, there aren't. Listen, I'm just trying. I don't know. I don't Look, know why they're Listen, doing it. the the entire generation of baby boomers is retiring and dying. <laughs> I'm serious. I know before I die, I've got to play porn one last time. <laughs> It's not. They're not going to get to do it. They don't know how to hook it up to the TV. But uh, listen, we got Mortal Kombat coming on the Sega Genesis one. Oh, yeah. that's that's a mistake. You know why? Why is that? Because Mortal Kombat sucked on Sega. It's a million times better on Super Nintendo. Man, it really doesn't matter if you're getting beaten no matter what. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This guy doesn't stop. It's, <laughs> listen, it's better on Super Nintendo. It's just a better game. It wasn't as choppy. It was more fluid. Listen, here's my question. For 80 bucks, I can go to a flea market, a super old mom and pops. You can video legitimately game store. buy an, a Genesis system for 60 bucks at a mom and pop store or a flea market. And a the bunch only th- of games and the still only spend thing less than $80. The, dollars. the, well, game, mm, the okay. games are going to be more expensive. But also, oh. in fairness, it would not have an HDMI output. It would not. Of course it wouldn't. But well, of course you care, but yes, you do I don't, care. The Genesis it. and Nintendo I have hooked up to my 4K television right How now. How is that possible? What, I have it what, as well. I have it what hooked up to What inputs do your televisions have that this is possible? I have, have an RGB modulator. connection on the back. Oh, my God. You're using coax cable. <laughs> I, oh, my God. Yeah. I feel sick. Listen, I, I'm gonna. I, I have a Sega I Genesis right like now. I have a ton of games. Twenty or thirty Genesis games and more Nintendo games. I'm not. What do you expect me to do with those? Not play them? I don't know. I, I feel like you should buy a CRT. You know what I mean? You should just buy a tube, and it should be hooked up in a corner of the palatial estate somewhere where cats <laughs> can't molest it. Just, Dude, I, don't you have a real arcade that you could just hook up? Just in oh, a God, corner, like with a tube, like a like a you know like a like a 32 inch Sony Vega. <laughs> that weighs 400 pounds. A rear projection one? No. No, no, no. The tube. Like oh, okay. a, a legit CRT. Or, right, you know, gotcha, gotcha. But in a corner somewhere. That means you can play Duck tube. Hunt. Yeah, and it's four by three, and you can play Duck Hunt. It's wonderful, and the cats won't molest it because there aren't that many of them. Wait, wait, wait. There's not a whole lot of cats? No, no, no. The ratio is very low. 
Oh, very low. Okay. Super low. So the, the Atari system is going to come with 120 titles, which I didn't know existed on Atari. Like, Pong 1 through 119, <laughs> and then also Frogger. <laughs> they have, also Frogger. They have Pitfall, <laughs> Space Invaders, Frogger as their like their, their No, I know ones. they do. Yeah. Do what I about see? Pac-Man? Nobody's buying this piece of shit. Do I see Pong on the list? I got to tell you, if you don't, I will hearken back to like episode three or whatever yes, the hell yes, that yes, was <laughs> and feel validated. And then 85 games on the uh, the Sega Genesis. I don't know who wants this. Please don't spend $80 on, on this stuff. Go just get a Raspberry Pi and do this. Hey, Brian, there are two television shows that we owe their, their, their survival to, right? They were on the edge of the bubble. And there were two television shows that relied on the sandwich shop Subway to go ahead and, and to bring it from the brink of death. We've got com- – Oh, I know this because they're two of my favorite shows ever. What are those shows? Chuck and Community. They single-handedly were saved by the fans and Subway. Yeah, I'm saying it that way. You let it happen. So Subway is now launching in select locations their fresh forward <laughs> – kiosk approach where now instead of dealing with a quote-unquote sandwich artist that i can't use all these buzzwords this is ridiculous you can now just bypass the human interaction make the goddamn sandwich yourself on a beautiful touch screen and pay for it with apple pay and get out of there without even talking to a human being that's like i mean panera's doing it it makes sense to me but wait wait starbucks does it i have some questions can't i just make my own sandwich at home and not have to worry about a kiosk Right, and not have other dirty people touch my food. Some right. people, some people love overpriced, nope. no low one quality, loves. Listen to me, not made no of meat one. sandwiches. No the one loves times, Subway. No the one only loves times Subway. I even went to Subway was to save those two shows. No joke. I I gotta tell you, if there's a Subway, if there's a Subway in the neighborhood, there's also an actual sandwich shop. You should go there. Like. And and for the people who live, you know, sort of Philly adjacent, if there's a subway, there's a way better sandwich shop. But like everywhere in the world that there's a subway, there's, you know, a Jimmy John's or a Capriati's or a something. Anything. Anything. The fact that they're installing kiosk, I'm kind of like, Wawa and Sheets have been doing this for a decade, bro. Yep. And better than you. Yep, they're also doing <laughs> – you're going to love this. They're doing delivery and catering through Messenger uh, AI, AI bots. So oh. you can also just chat. Wait, wait. They're going to grizzle box shit to my house? Oh, they're going to grizzle box you real good, bro. I still I still go – I'll go with the Panera delivery over – Here's the thing. You travel, you travel the United States a lot for, for your, your 9 yep. to 5, Josh. Yep. Uh, and they're, they're, they have two locations in Orlando, one in Winter Park. They've got a couple in Knoxville. Uh, they're 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 popping up in in Texas. They're also going in you know Canada. That are doing delivery? Is it is it bulk delivery only with? No, no, it's like catering? catering, like catering delivery. Yeah. Like oh, the, who cares? The, I can do that in Panera in I any just city want, right now. I just want you to to go to one of these locations, I find won't. the people who's touching the, the 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 screen, smack their hand, bring them outside, and be like, "See that sandwich place? Far superior." Listen, you cannot argue with an idiot. Because they reduce you to their level and then beat you with their game. You just can't. If they're going to Subway, you've already lost. <laughs> you just... There's you no just, saving them. Just I'm sorry, them the, Subway people. Well, the best you can do, the best you can do... So sometimes, sometimes, folks, you're in a 
like a shopping center, like a promenade type thing. And you're walking around doing other shopping and there happens to be a subway there. The best thing you can do is just, and I I don't, I want you to stand outside subway and wait, but like if you happen to be walking by a subway as you're doing other shopping and folks are coming out with a bag, I want you to stop them. And I want you to say, you're doing it wrong. And then just walk away. or, Or some combination of you're doing it wrong or you're ruining it. Either way is fine by me, but sandwiches, they're doing it wrong and or they're ruining it one way or the other. Tell them that hopefully they'll see the light, but I kind of feel CJ like subway people are subway people and they have to have their cold cut trio or whatever the hell it is. I don't know. I don't eat there. It's ridiculous. Listen, I'm very happy for Subway for saving two shows for at least another two seasons. But other than that, the delicious terrible. Subway sub in Chuck was absolutely hilarious because it was a total jab at how not delicious those sandwiches actually. <laughs> because the only people eating them it was Big Mike. It was just Jeff Big Mike. And, well, yeah, but it was Jeff and Lester. Uh, all right, all right. Sure, sure, sure. They were eating the Subway subs, and those dudes are the grossest dudes in the history of the world. With that kind of nerd, we love to reflect on old movies or movies that almost got it right or movies that are about to be brought into the modern world. And we look to Josh and we look to Brian and we ask them one simple question. Cast this, please. And it's time to look. No. Yes, why is it the yes. Batman? Why is it sixties <laughs> Batman? It's so good. <laughs> why is it that? Surprise. Because I chose it to be that. Why are <laughs> you in charge of themes? Why well, apparently? Wait, 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 he's the creative why one. The, why did the Thorntons decide that they are going to do the themes for um, that kind well, of? Well, you made the mistake of making my Cape Talk thing a thing, so now I make all the theme songs. That and. All of the Thorntons are more creative than all of the Burns and Melons. It's and it's not even a, it's not even a battle about creativity. Like, see, here's the thing. Uh, look, I I don't know what shit goes on in your world. I harness others' creativity and use it to make the world better. I I'm not a creative one. Brian is far more. Cre- I can't do what he does with the boobity boops and the. I can't do any of that. We are looking at the classic, the wonderful John Hughes movie, The Breakfast Club. My favorite movie of all time, by the way. And I don't know who decided that they would take it upon themselves to ask them to recast this movie. But I'm asking you to please recast The Breakfast Club. What, ca- what roles are we recasting this week, Josh? We are going to recast all of the major roles. Uh, Claire, Allison, Bender, Brian, Andrew, and Vernon, all the kids, and obviously the disciplinarian. Um, it, just as a sidebar, I saw this movie when I was six, I think, and fell in love. I didn't understand any of it, but you fall in love, and I've, I've watched it my entire life. This is my favorite movie of all time. It'll always be my favorite movie. Uh, it hurt a bit to do it, and I, I veered away from my sort of standard rules where I did high budget, low budget. So I'm going to, here's how I cheated. <laughs> I'll be honest, I had to cheat a bit. 
Okay. Basically, I cast this as if it were 2010. 20, 2009, 2010, because it made sense to me. And I I found, the, in my opinion, the only character that makes sense in my brain until Brian starts speaking. All right. For, for most of the characters, but I have three characters for Claire. So I let's start really with, hard time. Let's start with Andrew Clark, played by Emilio Estevez. Uh, and who you are going to recast. Let's start with Brian. Let's hear your uh, recast. Now, see, I tried to make this like it was being made today. So I Go ahead, Zac- do it. So I cast Zach Efron. Okay. Josh is not okay with this at all. We're not already even off to a little a bit. I have, the, I, have the 2010, I have the 2010 cast, uh, Jai Courtney. Ooh. Okay. I kind of like Jai Courtney. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give. I, I don't know how Jai Courtney was like in 2010, but okay. Well, he was younger. Is all. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. It's really is really the caveat is that <gasps> everyone I selected was far Guess too what? old. Back in, in 2010, he was younger than in 2017. That's what it was. I get Did. that. I don't even think he was an actor in 2010, but okay. Doesn't matter. He was younger. That's why I'm casting <laughs> him. Gotcha. Okay. All He's right. the right guy. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, is, is that good for you? All right, let's uh, recast uh, John Bender, who is played by Judd Nelson. Go ahead, Josh. No, no, no. Oh, you oh, oh we're first. just gonna do me first, so you can be supremely disappointed <laughs> in all my choices. No, okay, fine. I'll go first. Charlie Hunnam. Ooh, I like. Of course, you like. Um, now I did this in in ten minutes. By the way, um, oh, I'm hearing I excuses. Ha- I had David Franco for Bender. Ooh! All right, <laughs> Josh, still not happy because he's, so he's a puny little man. I can't. I look. I I thought about Dave Franco, and I went, mm, not Bender. Judd Nelson wasn't exactly the the not a, a puny little man either. He was the largest one in that cast, right? Dave okay. Franco is a puny little man. Uh, I'm gonna have to agree with Josh on this one. That's fine. That's fine. Stature means something for John Bender. Smoke up, Johnny. All right, let's talk about Claire, portrayed by the wonderful Molly Ringwald. I don't know how you do this. I, I don't. This is why I don't play this game. I, I can't do this because he has a hard three. Time. Go ahead. I went with Emma Stone. Damn right. Is Emma Stone one of your three? Emma she Stone should be. Was the third of my three. Right, okay. Let's hear your three. All right, so I'm, I'm, I'm getting better. Uh, my first thought, and I could not move off it, was Karen Gillian. I have to have Amy Pond, I think, <laughs> as Claire. Sure. But but then I went Brittany Snow as well would be acceptable to me. No? You guys aren't familiar? No, I don't know who no, Brittany no, Snow is. Where would yeah, we know yeah, her you from? You've seen Pitch Perfect. Chloe and Pitch, Pitch Perfect. Perfect. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. And, and, then, and then Emma Stone. I, I mean, Emma Stone is... Yeah, that was the so correct answer. I, we we can so, we can settle on Emma Stone because okay. I'm with you. All right, so all right. Amy, Amy Pond. Bit. Amy Pond was an emotional choice. Clearly, <laughs> Allison uh, Reynolds with the wonderful Ali Sheely. Sheedy. Or, sorry, Sheedy. My apologies, Josh. I want to start with you, Rooney Mara. Okay, yeah, 2010 Rooney Mara. Sure, right. I I have Anna Kendrick. I don't think she's crazy enough. I think she can absolutely play crazy enough. I don't think she's crazy. Uh, she as could, listen, she could. Yes, that's kind of the. Doesn't matter if she's crazy in real life. I think she can play <laughs> crazy. 
I think Rooney Mara plays crazy better than Anna Kendrick is why I went. You know what? You know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, just looking at Anna Kendrick's work, I'm going to have to go with Anna Kendrick on this. Cool. I I don't disagree. She was in the running, but she was too young in 2010. Brian Johnson played by the awkward Anthony Michael Hall. I, uh, (laughs) I would cast Brian Thornton in this role. If I was, yeah, no, well, this, this is, this is me. I, uh, I chose Grant Gustin. (laughs) oh that's not a terrible selection that's solid i went miles teller oh see i actually thought miles teller too and then i i went i changed it to grant gustin Mm, i went miles teller immediately you want to put miles teller maybe up for uh for bender you don't think you can do that see i i i was flip-flopping for him between for bender as well but then i thought okay "Mm." let's 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 put miles teller next to charlie hunnam who do you pick for bender well, Charlie in 2010, Charlie Hunnam. Charlie Hunnam. Yeah, That's all right. 2010, okay. Miles Teller. He's well, listen. Josh is bending the rules, but he's uh, he's playing by him. So I don't like this him. wibbly wobbly rule crap. That <laughs> I haven't been Josh wibbly wobbly. I've I've I said what I did, and then I you did it. You flashpointed the cast this, and I'm not so sure I'm okay with it. <laughs> we got one left. Uh, I think now it's time to to cast the he was he was the he was the vice principal, right? He yeah, the, the disciplinarian. I, okay. I and I, I I hope we have the same guy. All right, so let's recap the disciplinarian Richard Vernon with uh, Paul Gleason and the original actor. And who did you replace him with? I have Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I have Brian Cranston. Oh, oh. I, I, Brian Cranston would have been good, but 2010 Brian Cranston? 2010 Brian Cranston, sure. Yep. yep. I'm thinking Jeffrey Dean Morgan now. My cast is for now. I understand your cast is for now. Not, not in the past. Because when um, we initially had this discussion, probably closer to 2010, when we were both working together, <laughs> we had a completely different cast list. Josh, we, we we did, we did, and mine has evolved. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Malcolm in the Middle style, right? Humor, which is how, which is how, which is how he portrayed. Yeah, right. that's how he was. The, my problem when I thought about this was there are no, in my opinion, they're just. What's happening in 2017 doesn't stack up with some of the actors that are a bit older. And I get that it won't be the case in 2025, but we're not there. So I needed to rewind a little bit and get the right cast because I couldn't, I could not put Zach Efron in this <laughs> fucking movie. <laughs> He's a good actor. No, he is. You put, you put him in uh, as Andrew. I couldn't do it. Right. I was it Andrew. Yeah, yeah. Really, yeah, Andrew. I disagreed basically everywhere except for Claire. Yeah, well, this is your favorite movie of all time, and you're the one who proposed this movie, <laughs> which is what confused me even more. CJ picked it. I didn't I, pick it. You gave me two was, options, and I know Breakfast Club better than I know Lost Boys, so I chose I, Breakfast Club. I said, I said to Laura uh, earlier this week, I. I'm having a real hard time thinking of something for cast this. And there's one thing that keeps coming into my mind and I don't want to do it. (laughs) So I deliberately put it out of my brain until earlier tonight when I made the suggestion and I was praying you would go lost boys. I went breakfast club and then I was forced to go into like a show hole for like, (laughs) like a solid hour of, of criticizing myself and all my decisions and how I was an idiot. (laughs) 
until I came up with this. But you came up with a great list under a great premise. Yes, you bend the rules, but I think you are the winner of this week's cast this. Oh, now we're going to start dubbing winners? I get a thousand points for this one, right? That that is correct. This is going to be like uh, Whose Lines It Anyway, where the uh, points are made up. Well, then who won last week? I want to win last week. I did because I just have a how the show works uh, no who won last week no we tied because we had like the same we did, we did. Like you, guys, you guys were like pretty one for one <laughs> okay I don't know fine tune in next week where the scoring will be completely different and maybe I won't make a winner <laughs> let's just let the let that happen get rewarded in plumbuses well, speaking of rewarded <laughs> thank you so much for listening to this episode and please go ahead and support us on patreon again it's patreon.com slash that kind of nerd if you decide to go ahead and become a super nerd or that kind of nerd this month we will give you a one-time mystery gift hey it's gonna be a t-shirt uh so we give you a mystery gift where you tell us what your size is for the mystery (laughs) gift (laughs) it could be anything could even be a boat it's not gonna be a boat but you know it could be a boat but it's not gonna be if you if we ask just say 2XL, and we'll get you a large boat. (laughs) (laughs) So very, very large boat. So, again, please go ahead and support us on Patreon. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you have a social media following. We're probably there somehow, so be sure to follow us there. Hey, CJ. Hey, what? This isn't a feature of our Patreon uh, sponsorship of uh, in any way, but I actually got to hang out with uh, Brian Roman, who's one one of our sponsors, uh, this week, and it was about some fantasy football stuff he wanted to work out. Well, we ended up hanging out in his hometown there, having quite a few drinks and a blast. So I want to give a shout out to Brian Roman for uh, just a, a fantastic hang. Great conversation. We had an awesome time. You don't actually get my friendship as a as a, as a, an, a, as like a benefit <laughs> of Patreon. <laughs> Uh, this, this was more, this happened more organically. I'm not advertising that. I'm not whoring my friendship out in any kind of way, but, but I I did want to, I think I thought it, it, it bared mentioning that we hung out. It was an awesome time. Good stuff. If you become that kind of nerd on Patreon, not only do you get swag every month, an official sponsor and all our other rewards, I will also make sure that I don't become your friend. I will spare you from my friendship. That that's said, actually a pretty solid bet. That's a very fantastic deal. I'll actually whore out my friendship, though, because <laughs> I, I, I'm okay with it. Remember, breakfast and MacBooks. I'm just saying. Breakfast yeah, I'm, and MacBooks. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good at that. All right, I'm not so good thank at the fancy Thank you so much thing. for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work, and we will see you guys next week. If you love comics and sci-fi and technology, television, video games, and fantasy, well, take a listen to our show, I'm sure you'll see, there's many points where we can agree, like the Martha as a platform was just too absurd, and Apple versus Android is a case to be heard, and my Josh is too fantastic for was a turd. Well, welcome to the club, because you are that kind of nerd. <laughs> I'm so sullen. Why am I so sullen about clapping at the moment? <sighs> I feel I like giving a, I feel like I'm in a 90s teen movie and had to be the brooding one. I don't want to be the brooding one. I'm extremely good at brooding. <laughs>